You've found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. And this week, we will experience the conclusion of a two-part episode as Dr. Makiba and Dr. Yvonne discuss purpose over popularity. Well, I think even in the settings and environments that we interact in, whether it's our job, whether it's, you know, sometimes even in ministry, family dynamics, these environments perpetuate those, that, that uh, standard, false standard of being perfect or being a certain way, always being positive. You know, if you talk too sharp or if you, you know, get upset or get frustrated that people tend to look down at you, especially if you are in ministry, that people tend to put people in leadership and even in the marketplace on pedestals. So, you know, I've been in corp, I was in corporate America for so many years and there's a lot of stress involved with meeting client demands, meeting corporate demands around uh, financial metrics and things like that. And sometimes the pressure can get the best of people. And sometimes a person may respond. They might get sharp or, you know, have a little bit of a, um, I don't know, attitude in, in their response. But at the end of the day, even if they're in leadership, they're still human. You know, sometimes the stress or the anxiety of a role or the demands of a role can get the best of a person and they may not always respond the way that we want. Same thing when we put demands on pastors or people or spiritual leaders that, you know, they are the ones that deliver the word. They're the ones that, you know, bring that hope to us every Sunday. Uh, but if they don't speak to us or they don't, you know, spend too much time with us in the church foyer and things like that, you know, we can feel some type of way about it. But, you know, who knows what they're dealing with in their home or circumstances they're dealing in their own body or financial, you know, whatever the issue that can be, uh, the, the false standards that sometimes we have to live up to that people don't allow us to be human. I think that the answer to all of that, or even just the, the perspective to be taken with that is we just have to learn how to extend more grace to first really understand what that means. Because I really think that a lot of times people are like, extend more grace. And some people are like, well, what does that look like? What does extending more grace look like, right? What is, how am I supposed to extend more grace to someone? So, and even when we say it to ourselves, because I know in conversations that I've had with people, um, it's been, you know, show yourself more grace. Okay, well, what does that look like? And how am I supposed to do that, right? Um, And so again, I think that that is all, a part of all of that has to be taken into consideration if at the end of the day you are going to fulfill whatever part that has been carved out for you in the scope of the general purpose of God. Um, Because 
this I can say, 100% of the time, your part of purpose is going to be interacting with other people, right? That's, that's your purpose. Now, how we, how God decides for us to actualize that and, and, and put that into play, that's on him. But we do know that that's, that it's going to require that we connect with people. And so what you just said and how, you know, understanding what grace means and understanding how to extend more of it and understanding how to, how to interact is really important if you're going to be successful with whatever your place and purpose looks like or whatever your purpose, your purposeful place looks like. Um, so it's, it's a whole bunch of a learning curve. And I think people pull, they interact with people. I know this has been my experience personally and with other people. Um, we interact with people based on kind of what we're dealing with internally. And so there's just so many different nuances to that and helping. So that's that's one of the things that as I learn, as I become a better person, my desire is to be a mentor to women and to help them um, as they navigate these various spaces of their life on this pursuit to purposefulness. Um, just to understand myself better and understand how, because like you said, at the end of the day, I'm mentoring you, I'm coaching you, but I'm human and I still can drop the ball sometimes. So what does that look like? Right. I wanted to go back to when you were talking about purposeful ambition versus personal ambition. And when you talk about branding, and when you talk about branding, are you saying this from the vantage point that these women that you're ministering to or mentoring, that they have a brand? No, not necessarily. Um, I was kind of just talking about that in the sense of um, like social media. And um, and so I'll say this. Uh Probably, let me see, about three years ago, um, after God had given me this word about uh, women, and he told me, I asked myself, well, what does that mean? And he didn't give me anything. The only thing that he told me was your interpretation, the how, he said, the how to will be based on your interpretation as you develop more knowledge for me. Well, what I did at that time was I did not take enough time to get more knowledge from him. I just started moving. And I moved out of place. And so I didn't give God time to download it to me exactly what he wanted me to do with the word that he gave me. And so what I did was I started developing like these businesses, I had a business where I did like business development. I'm really good at helping people develop businesses because it's what I do on a daily, it's what I had done on a daily basis and what the experience that I've had. So I started doing that. And I based all of that in a foundation of, um, purpose and on a, in a foundation of kind of a spiritual twist to it as is always my I wanted to work with women of faith at that point who were building businesses it's on that's kind of the brand where the branding part came from because I personally had I got so far off kilter Dr. Yvonne and at the end of the day nothing worked out like I thought it was going to work out and I came back to God and he was like well first of all that isn't even the direction that I was telling you to go into. You decided to interpret. I was like, but you told me to interpret. He was like, I told you that it will be your interpretation after you get more knowledge from you. You didn't take time to get more knowledge from me, right? Which brought me to this place now where I'm like, okay, okay. So I know that that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. 
So that's kind of where I was coming from. So the women that I'm focused on now, and they could they could have businesses, they could have brands, but because I'm I'm not necessarily, I'm very clear that that is not the direction that God is wanting me to go into with helping them build businesses or anything like that. It's more from this purposeful place. And so I try, I want to make sure that I, um, that I separate the whole personal ambition because it's a very fine line that can be confused with, with women as they are trying to develop purpose is they can manipulate themselves, manipulate themselves into thinking that their personal ambition is purpose for God. Because I did it, right? And I know that it's real. And so I'm telling myself all this time, oh, this is what, I can do this. I can I can focus on working with women of faith and I can make sure that, that this whole business thing is about them helping develop their purpose. And God was like, that's great. That's all great and good, but that's not what I told you. So I, started, I realized I was manipulating them make them be what God wanted me to do. It was like, no. So everything that I do, I pull it out of my own experiences, which I think I think that in order for us to be a blessing to other people or minister to other people, the word is first for us. Like he's going to first show us and teach us something and then we bless others. So whether it is a financial blessing, he blesses us financially. And so we, in turn, we bless others or we, he gives us a word, a word of encouragement, a word of instruction, a word of guidance. And as we take and feed on that word and apply it to our life, we in turn testify to others about that word. And I, I think it's so important that even, even if it's not a brand as it relates to business, it's still a brand as it relates to our identity. And that like from a purpose, uh, purposeful ambition whatever God's called you to do, or just knowing one's purpose is still tied back to identity, that who I am, my relationship with God, what has he called me to do? What am I called to do? Who am I called to? And that all of that, if we are in step with God and in the face of God and spending time with him, it's all aligned because at the end of the day, uh, what he shows us or teaches us in our uh, private time with him, these are things that we then do uh, outwardly, the things that we do in the marketplace, in ministry, uh, in business or family. It's it's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's one of the, um, you know, what you said is very true. I find with the challenges, uh, just through conversations and people like throwing questions at me and I take all these questions, I'm like, okay, this is like research, but just people who are completely clueless to who they are personally because their identity has been grounded and rooted in so many different uh, personas, if you will. I mean, myself included. Um, and so I think part of that pursuit in purpose or pursuit of purpose starts and begins with who has God called you to be? Who are you? What does that look like? You know, how do you even, I just wrote out today, how, you know, people say, ask God for direction. And I think part of that problem is no one, like people very rarely know what that looks like. Like, what am I supposed to ask God for? How do I talk to him? Because they, they think of God as this untouchable force that is like on this like high, high level, I call it like a bishop level, <laughs> you know, 
they think of God like on this bishop level. And even though, you know, the dynamic of God is so holy and amazing, like that's not how he expects you to talk to him when you're trying to find out instruction and direction on what he's called you to do. And so I think part of what I try to do is try to, I'm tasked wanting to try to help women just bring the expectation down just a little bit. And this is what it means when you have to do that. But like you said, settling into that identity piece and helping them to understand who, what, what is your identity? Who are you? What has God called you? Because I think that's how, that's where your purpose comes from. That's the part that you play in that is God's not asking you to present anything to anybody. He's asking you to present yourself and how he's created you to do that. So it's a whole thing, right? So many different faces are parts to it. Um, yeah, I, uh, there's two things I want to say to that. One of them is based on relationship with God, like our view of God, how we see him. And there's a, a friend of mine, he asked me one time, do you think, do you see God as your friend? Like we say he's our father. We say he's Lord God Almighty. You know, I remember a friend of mine years ago, he's like big G-O-D in the sky. You know, uh, that was his language that he used as a singer and a rapper. But do we see God as our friend? And if we have a good idea about what, not even idea, but a a concept about what real friendship is that a friend is someone we can trust a friend is someone we can talk to a real friend is someone we can talk to about like the nitty-gritty deep things that we don't show on social media you know a real friend is the person you can facetime on video and you got your bonnet on you haven't brushed your teeth you haven't washed your face face because there's that camaraderie and a sense of relationship deep relationship that all the images and facades and the mask are put down because he's our friend. And if he's our friend, then I can go to him and ask him as my friend, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you've called me to? Where is it that you're taking me, right? Because he's our friend and because I trust him and that I'm in relationship with him. I don't have to fear what has what he has to say. I don't have to, you know, be... Uh, I might have a, an awe of reverence of fear, you know, in that sense, but not a fear like I'm afraid of him beca- to, to talk to him. I'm not afraid of him to, to, to spend time with him or that he's going to respond to me or, or give me an answer. I love when thoughts are validated. <laughs> I, just was, I was just writing today, just writing. I'm working on a project and I was just writing today on this exact thing and I promise you I wrote I linked it to talking to God in a way because important things are said because he is our friend it's about relationship and how do you talk to the people that you are friends with and that you have like literally just wrote this out today and so I'm like all right God does things to let you know that he validates it it's verified and everything, uh, but I, I agree. I just, and that's what I think people don't understand. Like they don't, we haven't necessarily been taught that. I, 
I wasn't taught. I mean, I, I was brought up in some really great, solid teaching. I wasn't brought up around preaching and hooping and all that. I was brought up in very sound and solid doctrine and teaching. And I still was not necessarily taught about the fact that God is a friend of mine. And he looks, he, he holds so many different, he wears so many different and so as I got older and was well into my adulthood and just started learning about different um, aspects of God, people don't, they don't know that. Like these aren't things that we're taught. We learn these over time, but it's like just knowing that God, God created this whole big world and he created this purpose of wanting to live with everybody freely and just enjoy them and he's depending on us to help him do that once jesus ascended to heaven and i mean this we're disciples now right we're our job is to do like pick up where they left off and um having these and so i I think that that it was so interesting dr yvonne like when i thought about like what god wanted me to do i never in a million years never in a million years would have thought this way like I had a problem. I'm being so open with you. I had a problem calling my thing a ministry because I was like, God, I'm not no ministry leader. I am not no minister. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor. I'm just a chick out here that like to talk. I'm <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff, and I just want to spread the wealth because that's where I think that you're taking me. And God told me, well, I don't know what you want to call it because you minister it. What you want to call it? What you trying to call it? I was trying to call it like a women's movement or something. I just was trying to stay away from the word ministry because I just felt like it was such a heavy lift. Mm-hmm. And then God just told me to understand, like, even if it is a heavy lift, keeper, I gave it to you and I'm going to help you carry it. I'm going to help lift it, but I need for you to call it what it is. And so um, I'm learning every day. The same, like you said, it start the words start with us and then we share the word. And so I'm learning every day, but this is the one time in my life with all the accomplishments that God has allowed me to experience over the last 25 years, good and bad. Um, I am finally in a place where I am fulfilled knowing that the best is yet to come because I really feel like I am finally functioning in purpose finally found my place the place that he carved out for me to help people and go figure it was the one thing that i've had questions about for years like god what am i here for and that is what he said okay now that you're getting a glimpse of and you're getting a better understanding i need for you to go there for <laughs> like the bible says give it away let them know because otherwise they're not going to know this is what i want you to know i want you to do so, yeah, that's where I am. Yeah, the other thing that I was going to say to that was in regards to the unwinding of what we've been taught. And it, it doesn't matter what environment or where you come from. I believe that we all have things that we have to unwind. And, you know, I grew up in a, a environment where, you know, you you go to school, you get an education you know, you, you get a career and like, I was groomed in such a way, my MBA, my, my pre-doctoral biblical studies, master's degree, my doctorate, you know, of this and, you know, fortune 100 company, this, and, you know, all these things, which are like measures of success. 
uh, barometers of success. And so from the outside looking in, people would say, oh, she's successful. They're successful. They have this, they have that. But at the end of the day, where God calls us to, and it's not to say that those things are bad. You know, those things are not bad. They're blessings. Uh, they're things that vehicles and tools and resources that God gives us. But I, I think that when we do it out of kind of just a rope that this is what I'm supposed to be doing versus it being purposeful with where he wants us to be aligned with what his plan is on the earth, then we can miss it. We can be going for years and being successful, quote unquote, and being faithful in ministry, faithful serving God as a believer, still doing ministry and testifying and uh, doing outreach and all these things. But there's like a, a gap because it's not aligned. And so I think what you're doing and what you're saying is so powerful. And even, you know, how God is uh, doing some things with me. And I didn't want to call it a ministry either uh, as far as a focus on women. So what are some of the solutions and, and hope that you want to offer? You know, you've talked about a, a lot of the purpose, the mission, the focus. But what are some like practical uh, solutions that you hope to offer? Um, so what I will say to what you just said is I 110,000%, that probably isn't a real number, agree with you. Um, when I hear women today, and it's such a very, very thin line, right? Yeah. When I hear women say, um, I just finished my degree, I'm getting ready to go for my doctorate. I cringe a little bit, right? And it's not because hating I got one it ain't I'm not hating right I can't hate off of something that I got <laughs> but what I'm saying is you do you need it for exactly. you, or you really need it for what you're supposed to be doing yeah and I feel like that's my that is my because at the end of the day I'm glad I have it but for where God is taking me I don't need it mm-hmm. it'll it'll be on the front of a program or if, 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 I'm, if I'm called to talk to somebody, it'll be an introduction, right? But it's not going to, maybe in the professional space, it would take, you know, it would hold some weight, but in in the space where God has taken you, it doesn't hold weight. Um, and so what I would, what I would say, um, the last thought that I have is really the best thing that I can do for women is help them to understand that there's more to you than meets the eye. There's more to you than what you see in the mirror every day. Um, We are very surface level individuals. We are surface level human beings. We rarely go deep. And where God is taking us, it requires us to go deep. It requires us to go really, really, to, to, to go down into the inner parts of us and pull out that thing that you have stuck down in there that you don't want anybody to know, right? Because even when we talk about the gifts that God's going to use to help us fulfill purpose, like I mentioned before, those gifts are going, I'm going to say this to finish that thought. The word spoken and the word manifested, the term between the two is called process, Hmm. right? So that thing that you're pushing down in there that God is trying to process within you so that you can successfully fulfill his purpose. It's if you want to really do what God is calling you to do, you're going to have to go deeper and you're going to have to deal with that because that's what God is trying to get you 
to give to the world so that you can advance the key. Amen. Amen. And it's still tied to us having that intimacy with God, because the only way that we can go deeper is to be in his presence. And I think the culture that we're in as it relates to this like microwave society or drive by, you know, put something in the microwave, it, it is taking too long. You know, you take it out before the time to see if it's ready. It's like, man, this is, this is taking too long. Or if you go through the drive through, you know, it's like, why are you not giving me my food faster than what you're doing now? And we have that same mindset as it relates to our relationship with the Lord, that we're not seeing things fast enough. We take things into our own hands. Uh, we do all these activities and get involved in all these things, trying to find purpose, trying to find fulfillment because we just don't want to sit in his presence. It, it's, it's hard to just consistently daily spend time. And, you know, it's easier to watch a video off of you version that's a minute or two minutes. And those are those devotions are beautiful. But suppose he wants us to spend 30 minutes or even an hour, you know, and all these things take time. And sometimes it takes time to find uh, hear what God's wanting to, to say it doesn't always come in five minutes. Right. And the more you do it. And, and so into that, the, the only thing that I'll add to that is the more the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. Yes. The, the more you do it, the more it'll get to 30 minutes and 40 minutes and, and 60 minutes. Right. Because I can remember there were times when I I wanted to spend time with God, but I'm like, I don't know what to say. Where am I supposed to be? And God's like, can you just give me 10? Just give me 10. Read this. Do this. Tell, you know, now I have a system in, in you know, takeaways and, you know, looking at scripture and um, dissecting one scripture and reading it all. Like, but it takes time. And so I don't want people to think like, oh my God, I got to give God 45 minutes. I don't even know what that looks like. Like, no, just no, right. Start with 10. Yeah. Consistently start, you know, and then just allow, because I'm a firm believer that the more you do it and the more you'll want to do it. And when he sees that you are open and that you're really genuinely wanting to know more, he'll give you. Yeah. And the fact is, because he's our friend, we'll want to spend time with them. Because if you have a friend that is a real friend, you enjoy talking to them. You enjoy spending time with them. So if we view him as our friend, then it's something that we definitely enjoy. Um, so what would you like to share as your closing thoughts or or prayer? Closing thoughts. Our uh, prayer. Our <laughs> prayer. Okay, I'll pray. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll pray. All right. Father God, thank you so much for this time. I really enjoyed talking um, to your daughter, Dr. Yvonne, about all things purpose, um, all things purpose over popularity, all things purposeful ambition versus personal ambition. God, we thank you so much for everything that you're doing. We thank you, Lord God, for choosing us. We thank you, Lord God, for creating us to fulfill places in your purpose, Lord God. We accept the call, we accept the challenge. But we are looking forward to learning more, to digging deeper, Lord God, to seeking your face more, to spending more time with you. I pray for each and every woman who is looking at this, Lord God. I pray for them. I ask you, Lord God, to give them a deeper understanding of themselves. Give them a deeper understanding of you, Lord God. Help them 
to be all that you have created them to be, Lord God. I ask that you take away any fear, Lord, take away any anxiety, take away anything that they want to keep hidden, Lord God, that you are asking them to bring forth so that they can be used by you, Lord God, in a way that only you know how. God, we thank you so much for your purpose. We thank you so much for your plan. We thank you for trusting us in a way that we could never even imagine. We ask, Lord God, that we do the things that you have asked us to do. We ask, Lord God, that the hand, that the works of our hands, the thoughts of our mind, and the words of our mouth always bring you glory, always bring you good pleasure, Lord God. We continue to ask that you use us for your glory and that you bless Dr. Yvonne and her platform here and everything that she is doing with this, Lord God, and how she is bringing you glory through it and acknowledging you in it, Lord God. We pray, Father, that you will continue to bless her, Lord God, continue to open up doors for her so that she can reach more and more people and be the impact that you have assigned for her to be. We thank you and we honor you and we give you so much praise, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Dr. Makiba Kortua. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes, we'll have to do it again for sure. Yes, 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 yes. Anytime. All right. Well, that's all the time that we have for this week's episode, Purpose versus Popularity. Tune in next week for another episode of Live Exceptionally. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform and stay connected with us at elisi.org. Have an exceptional week. God bless. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.